you know, whoring. You know, I, I figured I figured we'd go through, you know, I was sitting here this morning and I was reading the news. Shame on me, eh? Um, I was reading the news and you know, I'm looking at the noon mainstream and some of the off the trail news stations, and I'm like, you know what I People are running. I, I, may, I, I talked about running. And, you know, and as I was saying, no, 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 don't be running. And you know what popped into my head was hoarding. Hoarding, hoarding. And I was really like, kind of looking at life. And I'm thinking if we don't focus on our, our faith and focus on our, our, our believability that we can maintain ourselves no matter how hectic the world is, we are going to have some self-fulfilling prophecies happen. And we're going to blame the creator when really it's us. <laughs> It's us. You know what I'm saying? Hoarding. Hoarding is a, is a very easy and natural thing to get into. You see a little bit of this. You see a, bit, a little bit of that. You see him and I want more. I want more and want more. But it's not just getting more. It's not being able to let go of other things, right? So this is why you have that hoarding. And in life, like let's say uh, water, for instance. You know, you can't think of water hoarding. But when we put water in a container and we leave it there, it becomes stagnant. And we in, in, in inadvertently hoard it in a glass of water. But the reason why it is good for us is because we drink it right away. But if we leave it sitting, it becomes yucky and flies and it just collects dust. And this is what happens in physical hoarding and emotional hoarding and spiritual hoarding. But I'm going to start with physical hoarding. You know, when we feel that something has gone wrong in our life or the society has gone awry, <laughs> we have a plan. Don't we? We fuck God's plan and we say, no, I have a plan and I'm going to get as much as I can so I don't have to worry, right? And this is what we do. The love and the, the, the courage of God, I believe, just goes out the window. You know, they just, see ya. And the first thing we do is we rely, we walk away from our true courage and our faith. And there's nothing wrong with it is that we don't, we stop thinking of others. Don't we? We stop thinking of others and we run to the nearest store and we grab everything and forget that we are living in a community. And if we start perpetuating the idea that we have to run and grab everything, we then put those people who are not strong in courage in a fear mode. Because then they start following what everybody else is doing. And it's because they lack that confidence. So, you know, I was at the grocery store. My husband was at the grocery store last night. And he said the lines were incredibly long. And it's unfortunate that if you live in BC right now, they're having a weather shit show out here, right? So a lot of people are trying to get their stuff together and protect themselves. And um, one moment, my guest. I don't know who you are, but I'm just in a flow. So just hang on and I send in love to hold your space. So here I am. Here's my husband at the grocery store. And he said the line was huge. And like I said, we're having a weather storm out here in British Columbia. Nothing, something new to our, I guess, our, our, the way of life. And unfortunately, a lot of farms and in Abbotsford and the mainland and on the island, they're going through a flood. So inadvertently, it's going to cause some sort of backup. And with what's always, uh, whatever's going on with COVID right now, there are shipping containers just sitting there. Thing, you know, things are not being delivered and it's causing a backup. And if we look at this physically, it's also causing a backup in our confidence. Our confidence can't move like it is, right? So people are, are reading the news and they're running outside to grab exactly what they want. But before I say that is not a wise idea or a wise idea, you have to be prepared, right? So going out in fear and grabbing every egg, every toilet paper, everything you see and shoving it in your garden cart and then running wild back to your house. The first thing you have to say is, will I be able to maintain all the things I'm hoarding? 
right? Because a lot of things are going to go waste and you're doing a disservice to the universe, right? Because now you've told the universe you can't be trusted, right? You don't have the logical sense to take what you need and leave what you don't need. So somebody else who is not as inept and strong in spirit as you is not going to be able to get it, right? So a lot of us, instead of thinking and standing in our power and listening to the God within, to the God without, we're not really hearing the message of, do we need to react in such a way that we need to protect ourselves in, a, in, in food and so. So, you know, a lot of people don't think, like, do you have a deep freezer? Do you have the room to take these in? And if you're taking food in, in a, or taking so much at the grocery store, are you thinking about your neighbor? Right? Are you thinking about your neighbor? Are you thinking about the rest of the community who may need you? Now, not everybody's going to think like you, but that's between them and God, not you. Now, you know, but, you know, there is something I'd like to go into as well as what does hoarding say in the Bible? Right? You know, Jesus came to a part in the, in the, in the Bible where he saw many people that needed food and he had a couple of loaves of bread and a fish. Right? He could have told everybody to run out, go get some fish! Start making bread! Shit's going down! But he didn't. Do you know what he did? He used his creative ability and turned the fish and the bread and fed the multitude by using creativity. And this, you know, this is only my assumption, of course. I think he took the fish and made soup and took the bread and made a crumb so you can eat. Things went further. And this is a little treasure of how to get through those times where you think you're going to be in lack. So let's invite our guest up who has been so wonderfully patient. So Michael, come on in. And you know, did you know, did you know that Michael means the reflection of God? Isn't that beautiful? So let's wait for, oh, there he is. Good morning, Michael, and how are you? Good morning. I'm feeling wonderful. It's a rainy day in Appalachia. Ooh. So how, what is, what is it besides raining? It's raining out here too. So how can you add to this wonderful conversation of hoarding, my friend? Yes, well, we're talking about, I'm a believer of God myself, but I live by faith, and I think we all need to really not just get what we want all the time, but as you said, take what we need and leave for others. Mm. Because isn't that what life is all about? It's not for ourselves. It's not like going to Burger and having your way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, we're not supposed to have it our way. We're supposed to have it, you know, God's way and live for others and do unto others. And uh, and then others will respect you and trust you and it's a cycle. Yes. And uh, that's what it's all about, like the hokey pokey. That's what it's all about. And you know what you say couldn't send more beautiful. Well, do you see in your own community um, that this is happening, hoarding or fear anyway? Yes. You know, last year was more fearful because of the great pandemic, which, you know, it's there, it's happening, it's happened before. And, you know, this repeats itself. It'll repeat itself again. But we can't just, you know, take, 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 take. You know, we talked about the Bible. There was a gentleman who was like taking and putting it in the storehouse. And God says, you know, prepare yourself because tomorrow you're going to die. <laughs> Amen. You know? So right. it's like you, you can't, as they said, you can't take it with you. Mm. You have to share the wealth. And there is a wealth here. Yes. So That's... we're living in a wealthy world. You know, it's funny how, you know, when you say that, you know, when we're at peace and we see the abundance everywhere, we, many people who are not as strong in faith as others are like, yay, life is great. But as soon as I, you know, I don't know if it's a test or just man fulfilling a self-fulfilling prophecy. When things are going a little awry, you know, to me, in my perspective, we throw away the faith within a second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> this is, this is, you know, this is what the Bible says. And I have, this is my, one of my favorite verses, is Romans 8, 28. Mm -hmm. For we know that all things work together for good, for them who love God and are called according to His purpose. No matter what happens in your life, God's going to make it work for good. Mm -hmm. And that's my expression, it's all good. You know, life is going to hit me from all sides, 
but you know, God's going to care for me. And this is for me as well. When I do my talks, I'm really just talking to myself, and you're just hearing my inner voice really big. That's what I do. This is what most of my talks are. And, you know, when, when, I love what he said. Michael, freak, I love that. You know, it's, it's not personal. It's that we are all living in a, you know, a, a very misconstrued and a lot of people are just been you know hidden a lot of truths and a lot of there's a lot of gray areas so to speak and it's not personal it's that we all have to go through it i mean you know what i used to say i remember someone said to me um i was telling somebody about you know what things are gonna happen and we're gonna have to deal with it and one person said oh at least the righteous are gonna be okay i'm like man i don't mean to get truth with you but i'm like we're all gonna get bitch slapped like, you know what I mean? Some's to different, everybody to different degrees, but there's nobody that's going to walk away from the wrath of God and not say it happened to them. We all have to take our beatings. We all have to take it on the chin, so to speak. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. Or, you know, like not keeper, but guide. Yeah. We, you know, I really believe like, you remember when you were kids, anybody, and at least my mom was like this and my brother did something or I did something. We would both get in trouble regardless of whose fault it was because we were meant to watch each other. So if I got in trouble and I hurt myself and I scratched my knee or I was, you know, I didn't come home in time, she would blame my brother. Where were you? Why weren't you protecting your brother? I mean, your sister, how did you not find her? How do you, and she just would rail on him, but then I would get the beating, right? for just being a, a rebellious kid but the point is just one of us did not get beating and it, when my brother got in trouble i was so drawn to be by his side because i didn't like to see my brother get hurt and we would sit there and in that pain we'd make a pack like we're never gonna get in trouble again and when and when we get we're gonna run away together and, 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 and. and because we became stronger because when trials hit us as family the idea i believe God wants us not to hoard what God has given as a blessing, but to share. And until we learn that, I think as Michael said, which is beautifully said, history repeats itself. We will continue to do this cycle until we realize, am I my brother's and sister's keeper or guide? Heck yeah. You know, you know, and, pro and possibly maybe when before we leave this exit and transition into a new world, that's one of the questions that we're going to be asked. Did you take care of your sibling? Did you watch him, her? Did you just walk? Did you steal all the abundance for yourself or hoard it because you were afraid? And how can you be afraid when you believe in the Creator will provide for you, come what may? Hoard them. But if you have fruit that has seeds in them, by the way, collect them, put them away, clean them, and dry them. If you don't know how to do that, I will suggest you start look, uh, looking on YouTube. It's freaking fabulous the things you can learn. Um, read um, and take and collect your free, your seeds because seeds are few and far between. If you notice, when was the last time you saw a, a, a grape with a seed in it? Anyways, so hoarding, I believe, to those who can see. Um, let them see and those who can hear hear um, it's a testimony to your strength your commitment to your faith in the creator you so boldly speak about and we have to be careful that when we say oh I love you God God is my rock God J Jesus Yeshua Yahweh yeah you are my rock you know you're gonna be called right and you go <laughs> you're gonna have to walk that journey so as much as it is great to follow God that's the only thing I know um, but you will be tested and you know, whether it's by the dark or God just trying to help you lift some spiritual muscle, you're going to be, you're going to, your spirit's going to have to stand up to your word. You're going to have to walk the path that you speak, right? So it's just one of those times. So I, it's something I was meditating on yesterday as my husband's like, holy cow. Cause I, we were there to get some cookies. Isn't that terrible? Everybody's hoarding and we were in line to get cookies. <laughs> I mean, because we had 
terrible, isn't it? People are looking for toilet paper, looking for meat and cheese, and I'm like, hey, grab me some <laughs> salt and pepper. <laughs> and that's how confident I am. I wasn't there to get anything. I just need some snacks. Cause I'm watching some. I'm watching a movie called American Gods. What? What? I love the show. It's just so it's so delicious. And I need some chips. Okay, back to the focus. Hoarding. Now let's talk about emotional hoarding. Emotional hoarding is 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 also dangerous. And I I figure that if you're doing it physically, you're probably doing it emotionally as well, right? Because God is on all three levels, right? And we reflect what's inside us so if you're emotionally hoarding you're probably going to hoard food because you have a fear right and what's emotional hoarding for me my experience with emotional hoarding was just horrific horrific just terrible for many years i didn't even know i was emotionally hoarding i just thought i was like mad but how does emotional hoarding look like you know those people and i'm gonna talk, i'm speaking to myself when they love drama you know those people who just love drama? They just live for drama. And I was like that because I always hoarded the emotion of I needed to be tense. I needed to be worried. I need to be doing something. I need to have justification for my crappy, crappy childhood. I need to be in the poison of this. And I couldn't let anything good come in. Right? Because I... Seven years and then for seven years everything will starve and stuff will go die. And the, 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 the Pharaoh was scared. But he heard about this guy who told him a dream. And Joseph was like, I can do it. And him sitting there... Finally, the Pharaoh goes, okay, what's, what, what's the deal? Tell me what this dream means. And it, 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 it showed that God was trying to teach him, or at least show him that things were going down. But Joseph, who was wise and had the knowledge of great ag agriculture, and, uh, amongst other things, um, saved them by learning how to focus the energy and have food available, right? But he didn't allow people to hoard it. He made people pay for it. So everybody had to bring their gold and say, what was food worth to you? Bring it, baby, because I got something. And he made, he distributed it to make sure everybody got a little bit of something. And God gave them the trust and gave it to Joseph because he knew Joseph wouldn't hoard it and keep it for himself. He knew it we share it. And I think that's one of the things that we have to think. Spiritually, when we hoard the blessing of, say, dream analysis, we can get ourselves in a lot of trouble. See, Joseph didn't hoard that. He could have been really bitter with God. going, I am telling you shit. <laughs> you figured it out. And then they would have all perished and that was the end of it. But he said, you know, this is a gift that I believe God wants me to share for everybody because it's going to save everybody. It's going to help, if anything, right? And thank God he was a very sharing and very conscious and wise individual because he saved those people who needed to be saved. And I guess spiritual hoarding for me is, is if you have a gift, and sometimes life can kick you in the pants. You know, just make you feel like crap. You're like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm shutting down. I think you're doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but the people. And maybe that's why the world is such in a funk, right? Because people who have the answers and who are not telling their stories, hoarding their personal blessings from God instead of sharing it, are causing the self-fulfilling prophecy. It's just making the world look crappy. You know, God's like, I gave you the answer, but this little won't do it because he's mad or she's mad or life's not working out the way they want it and we have to be careful when we hoard our gifts when we think our gifts and but we also have to know when to allow our gifts to spring right so meditation and saying you know what and i had to do this for myself it's not to say i think i have the answer to anything but i do believe my story is unique like everybody else's and i do believe it, it would have some purpose to somebody right if not me somebody and i think it's imperative that i put it out in the ether because you just never know who's listening. You never know what your words can do to another person. And it's one thing to be fearful of sharing, you know, I don't know what people are gonna think, but the truth is who gives a flying fig? 
tell your story. Allow a God to flow within you and stop hoarding out God, so to speak. Allow God to permeate in someone else's life because of you, right? You know, I, I, I'm gonna step on a, a, a branch here and it might break, but eh, what, are you, what are you gonna do? Um, sometimes when I meet groups, spiritual groups, and they are, they're so ex exclusive, you kind of go, well, why am I joining your group if you're just willing to shut everybody else out? I thought the word of God was to be shared by everybody, you know, and we got into such a segregated idea when it comes to spirituality and how God should be viewed or ingested. We forget that God was about sharing, you know, God is about sharing. You know, God has made a beautiful forest, and I take a lot of my lessons from the nature. You know, the trees and the bushes and the grass and the tree, they're all sharing. And nobody feels like they're not getting hurt. And if you can't, if it's not grown, it's not grown. Not, not everybody will survive. But the forest shares really well. And you don't see them at war, right? You don't see trees beating the crap out of each other. And you don't see, <laughs> you don't see like, you just don't see it. Even animals. Unfortunately, some of them have taken up our bad behavior. But for the ones that stay pure to, the, to nature, you don't see them fighting. You know, if they got to eat the weak ones, you, bet, I, you know, I, I don't have to run fast, but I just have to run faster than you is <laughs> in the animal kingdom. So they take the weak ones, the small ones, and they leave it out. You don't see them just eating every goddamn animal because you just never know when you go eat again. Um, animals are very, they just, they just know what they need. And I think we should take that like spiritual hoarding, share your gifts, share what you have. Don't be afraid to share what you have. Don't be afraid of the repercussions because if you truly believe that God has put a gift of diamond, a treasure in your spirit, in your story, why are you holding it for yourself? And another way of hoarding out, um, hoarding your gifts is, you know what? You see a lot of people have their gifts out there. Like, oh, I can do this, I can do that, whatever it is, I don't know. And they charge like a gazillion dollars for their service. You're like, what the, p how is everybody supposed to benefit from you? How do you not be more reasonable with your pricing, right? A spiritual gift is not there for you to become a blasted billionaire. It's to make the masses stronger and wiser because of God. I mean, I just watch, like, sometimes I'm like, okay, so you have a gift. Instead of allowing, uh, or at least sharing it in the way that most people can comprehend and enjoy, you're now making it for just a class of people. We have to be careful. When God gives you a gift, it's meant to flow. Water doesn't judge and go, no, you can't have me. Air doesn't judge, no, you can't breathe me. Sunlight doesn't say, hey, you can't feel me. It is what it is. If you step outside, you're going to get the sun. Regardless if you're an asshole or not, you're going to get sunshine on your skin, right? And if you're an asshole, the trees are still going to give you air. Right? It's just, you can still drink water. The river's not going to suddenly dry up as soon as you walk by and go, hey, there's an asshole, dry up. It's not going to happen. And we have to learn to share our gifts because this is what we were meant to do. And I can see a lot of hoarding happening out there now. The fear of things will make you think you need to collect, 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 collect. But as our brother Michael says, you can't take it with you. So only to keep what you need. And allow the rest to be delivered upon our brothers and sisters. Am I my brother's keeper or guide? Yes, you are, our sister. Yes, you are. And I think in this time, we're going to be challenged with that notion. We're going to be challenged with our notion. Families are going to start realizing, because you don't notice that families are just hoarding. Um, I'm, you see, I see hoarding in so many different ways. If, if a family doesn't see one of their kin doing exactly what they need, they hoard their love and they kick the rest out until you become who we are, get out. And we're gonna have to learn to stop that because I really believe, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself. I do believe that we are being asked to rise above what we see, especially if we have a spiritual foundation and we know it and we've walked in it. 
we're gonna have to be we have to speak up and tell our stories you know so you know families everybody is so interested in hoarding their theory of what they think is right instead of sharing the abundance that God has given which is love I find it so interesting when people say love is the answer but as soon as someone goes two steps the other way they're like no no love for you and you're like but isn't that the opposite of what you just said we are supposed to give love to those who need it that's why we have so much of it that's why it's unlimited it's forever and if someone needs it we do have to use a spirit of discernment and how to deliver it and how to allow it to hit that person's heart or spirit in the right and proper way but nevertheless we're meant to share it right there shouldn't be a lack of love in the world it comes from an unlimited source so the problem is not the source we have to be careful love. in these days ahead. You know, it is going to get scary. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm human. Um, I've read the news. I follow the money, the, 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 the shipping containers and floods happening here or there or big business buying out the mom posh um, farms. I get it. You know, certain chemical company companies are taking over certain gates are trying to uh, buy up all the farmland. Do you hear that shit? Bill Gates wants to buy up farmland. Check it out in the news. That just doesn't feel right to me. But my point is, this can generate real fear. But this is the time where you stand in your faith. Read those good books that allow you to stand in your faith. It doesn't have to be the Bible. There's the Quran, there's the Torah. There's many men and women that come in the name of God that have taught us to stand in our faith, especially when times of trouble are hitting us. And if nothing else, don't hoard your kindness. I think that's the one thing that we need to definitely not hoard. Because it, sometimes we, instead of putting our hands out, we could curl them in and keep that to ourselves. I, I remember someone told me a story about two men who had the same vision. One had a vision of hell, and the other one had the vision of heaven. And the guy from hell, well, the guy who, who, one of the men said, Oh, I had this dream last night, you would not believe. And the other guy goes, what was it? Well, I was sitting at a table and there was all this food there, tons and tons of food. And then they, I had this long spoon. Everybody at the table had these extremely long spoons. But it was so terrible. Nobody could get anything to eat because the spoons were too long and they couldn't reach our mouths. And the guy was like, oh my god, that's interesting. And he said, why? He goes, well, I had the same dream. Because you did, yeah. I saw the table full of food and abundance. It was just crazy the amount of food. And I saw the same spoons really extremely long. But the difference was we were feeding each other. And it turned out to be heaven. Well, you see, it's a matter of perspective, you see. So, you know, you can be that person who sees this long spoon. And since your thoughts are hoarding, you don't see that you're meant, you're meant to share. Right? You have Because you have a hoarding thought in your mind. But if you see it another way, it's not about hoarding. It's about this is a time where I can step up and make the voice of God louder than ever and show people that there's nothing to be afraid of. And the one thing that we have an abundance of is love. Thus, we should really, really... But I am not going to run in fear to do anything for... No, I'm going to stand in my power. And I'm going to listen to the voice of God and then move. Because I know one thing. If God wants to kill my black ass, God knows where the fuck I am. No mask is going to hide me. So, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I have never hid from anything. And, you know, I ain't telling people not to do what they do. All I say is that before you do or do not do it, be wise. And, and something that I am working on so beautifully is seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all things will be added unto you.
So like or drop. Podcast. You can find me on Anchor, Audio, new and upcoming uh, podcast platforms, and Amazon Music. Alexa, tell them how much they're loved. Anyways, thanks again, and join me on Blood Reflections.